Hello, everyone. It is Free Kayla, the host of the Big Kids Podcast, a podcast that encourages you to ask strangers in the grocery store really rude questions. We're here trying to figure out something about adulthood. Who knows what it is because we're all confused and our parents failed us. Hey, party people. It's, it's me, and it's been a while, and I have failed you once again. I have not failed to fail you. It just seems to be my thing that every single time I release multiple episodes and they do well, I entirely forget to even continue, but I've been pretty busy. I've been doing school, and I've been working, and I've picked up a few side hustles, so it's been going interesting. My last episode that I uploaded, the reviewing the world's cheapest and grossest budgeting tips, did significantly better than quite a bit of my other episodes, which I can really appreciate. I'm coming up on my year anniversary for this podcast. I think I started it in February. So we're coming up quick on that. And it seems like you guys have really been enjoying the videos that are a little bit less informative, which only makes sense because I 100% agree. And I also enjoy doing them more. In the last episode, I reviewed some of TLC's extreme cheapskates, like the most extreme things that people were doing. And not to psychoanalyze, but some of them have to be rooted in something else. Nobody can really do those things like living without toilet paper or even drinking your own pee. Those are not normal things that we are just accustomed to doing or even things that people look at and say, yeah, that's quite the budgeting hack. But I did find an article from moneycrashers.com, which is potentially dangerous cheapskate methods. And these are all taken from extreme cheapskates and how they work. And it's kind of like a nine money saving tips from TLC's extreme cheapskates, savvy or risky. And this is written by Jacqueline Curtis. This is actually a recent article. It's from September of last year. And I just want to go through it and say my opinion and also maybe expose if I have done it or not. And please don't judge me. I am, I'm honest. You guys know I'm honest on here and probably a little bit gross. So let's just take a look into this article. So the first thing on this article is dumpster diving. And it kind of goes through this character. Actually, it's not even a character. It's a real person that exists in the world. Kate, she's from New York. She wears ratty old clothes so that people kind of look at her as if she's, I don't know, poor? I don't know. So that people feel sorry for her. That's quote unquote. So she goes through like people's garbage bags and then she goes through trash. She's dumpster diving. She's finding prepackaged meals, blah, blah, blah. And she takes it home as dinner, which is really gross. I will just say that. And then she waits until he eats. I mean, she waits until they eat and then she tells them that the food is from the garbage, which is disgusting. So it seems like Kate's main thing is for food. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. In Canada, I just learned this out specifically where I am. Dumpster diving isn't illegal. It is perfectly legal unless someone asks you to leave the premises or if the garbage can is enclosed on private property which is really interesting. I didn't realize that this was like a legal activity that you could do. And I, I did it. I'm going to be 100% honest. I did it outside of a few different stores just to, you know, see 
it's it's an commonly known fact that big box stores throw out returns that are perfectly fine, which I think is disgusting. I think that that just feeds into the economic deprivation that we face. And there are plenty of people that would happily take those items or buy them at a discount, especially like technology is one of the main ones that I see all the time, not see personally from my dumpster diving, but have just heard lots of stories about is that big tech companies and those kinds of stores throw out returns. Even if they're fine, they could be refurbished, et cetera, et cetera. So it is interesting to see, and I will be honest, when I did go into these places and I did this extreme cheapskate method, it was, it was good. There is good stuff and it's not illegal, so you don't break the law unless you're asked to leave the premises. That's a weird fun fact because in Canada, people's garbage is no longer their personal property and it is public domain. Don't ask me how that works. I'm not a lawyer. So I would say getting food out of the trash, I don't know, like personally, some food isn't that bad. Like I personally wouldn't do it. I'm just going to go into the grocery store and buy my food. But if if it comes down to it, I actually don't think it's the grossest thing ever personally. That's just my idea. Okay, moving on. The second one is secondhand furniture. So lots of people go and get furniture, even out of the garbage, et cetera, et cetera. And then they clean them up, maybe sell them, maybe keep them. And this article says that one guy has more than $60,000 in the bank and he keeps his TV on the ground. He only has a folding chair and a card table in his living room, which is weird because I don't know how that has anything to do with getting furniture out of the trash. I'm sure there are great things. Personally, I have gotten, yes, I have picked up furniture off of the side of the road. I found an awesome Ikea couch, like the kind that the bottom pulls out and it turns into a bed and there's storage in it. And I literally found that on the side of the road and I was on the phone. I was like, beep, beep, beep. Somebody who has a truck come pick this couch up for me. This thing is luxury. This is the best find ever. And I am so proud of that couch. It's aged at this point, but when I got it, that thing was like immaculate. This gets a 100% rating from me. I don't think I own a single piece of furniture that is new. I bought a new bed frame a couple months ago. It was garbage. So I got a different one off of the buy and sell. Yes, why spend insane amounts of money on new furniture when old furniture usually has so much character? It has so much life left to it. I think that this is genius and I don't care what anybody says. I'm not going into debt trying to get myself new furniture that usually, no offense, looks tacky. I've seen lots of people decorate their entire house with new furniture that they financed and it just lacks the character that I enjoy and crave. The third piece on this article is bartering. So it goes about a man named Abdul. He claims he'll never buy something without first haggling over the price. So this is anywhere, like in grocery stores, in malls, movie theaters, everywhere he does this. So bartering is really interesting. I have done some traveling in my time to a lot of islands and In places like that, it's really common to barter. It's also really common to have just markets in general. There's constantly outdoor markets because obviously the climate is better. 
In Canada, things are so standardized that you don't really get the opportunity to barter. Would I personally go into a grocery store and barter? No, because I do not want to even put that on an employee. I do not, I couldn't even have the audacity to be like, hey, I know you have absolutely no control over this, but I want these apples for cheaper. No, it just does not work like that here. Markets? Yes, I have done my bartering and very loosely do I say this, I've done my bartering in other places. In Canada and in Western culture, we don't really have the option to be bartering for things. And it's not in our jurisdiction and it's not even in the employee's jurisdiction. So this one gets like a 50% for me. It would be nice if we lived in a place where it was more accessible to just demand any other price. But I'm also, I, I just can't do that. I can't do that to the poor, unknowing employees that are just going to be like, dude, get the hell out of my store. Not even my store. Get out of no frills. Let's go. I have no control over this. So yeah, it's a, it's a meh from me. So number four is foraging for greens. So it goes over a lot of people that they just forage. They go to public areas, they go into the woods, and they find berries and plants and mushrooms and grasses and etc. And Jacqueline, who wrote this article, does say, unfortunately, if you're not well-versed in edible plants, foraging for food in the local park could make you sick, quote-unquote. That is totally true. I'm going to say something. I am a Métis woman, and I have extensive books on foraging for plants and for berries and flowers that are edible and herbal medicine. And when you are versed in it, I'm not extremely well versed in it by any means. I'm a city girl. I do not have the capacity to even trust what I pick out of the forest. But there are a few things like those little bean pods that sprout in the spring that I am willing to eat because I trust that they're safe. If you are trained and you have the survival skills to go foraging through the forest, by all means, nothing but respect to you. Let's go. Let's go. That is incredible. And honestly, I applaud you in every way. But for me personally, I'll do it. If I have to survive, I probably have a few plants in the back of my head, but I will probably poison myself one way or another. I don't think there's any way around it. The next one is using reusable items. I'm a big fan of sustainability. I am a big fan. It is genius. So like using bags again. Uh, Toilet paper, ew, that's disgusting. But everything else, it's environmentally friendly. It's actually really fun. And you can do what you want with it. There are so many things that don't need to be going into the trash. So yeah, I also give that an A. That is a 100%. The next one is eating unusual cuts of meat. So this one kind of showcases a guy that goes to the butcher shop and he will take like a sheep's head home and he will eat its head. I don't love that. Uh, It also goes over the family that goes out for roadkill, which in some, I've actually, when I was living in Florida, somebody told me that their family does this all the time and that it's like really common. And when you bring back good things, every, the whole family's excited. And I was literally 
shocked. I was in shock. I was like, "Mm -mm." under no circumstances, but I'm also a little bit nervous of meat. I, I I came from a hunting family, but I don't really, I don't really enjoy meat. So like, you're not going to catch me eating the head of a sheep Uh, under any circumstances. You're going to see me out there. If I have to do that, I'm going to become a vegan. Uh, No, even if I was starving, I don't think I would do it. The next one is couch surfing. So this one kind of highlights a guy that instead of booking a hotel where he's going on vacation, he just asks if he can stay on his friend's couch. You know, I don't have a problem with couch surfing. There's a lot of people that need to do it for survival. You found yourself in a really tough spot. And there's also people that just want to experience the world and not spend a ton of money on it. And I'm in support of both. As long as you're safe and you trust your intuition and you are able to find a good place, power to you. There is a whole world to see and sometimes it needs to be seen from a couch or at least slept on from a couch. So power to you. If you are an avid couch surfer, do what you got to do. Life is short and the world is your oyster and you take those couches and you sleep on them. I actually like sleeping on couches. There's no problem with them. The next one is flushing the toilet less frequently. So there is a millionaire named Victoria who is on the show and she wants to save money. So she actually urinates in a jar and carries it out to her garden. Um, She claims that this practice saves her $10 a month and gives her a beautiful garden. Uh, You are not going to catch me peeing in a jar. No, 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 no. There is actually a hack I am a firm believer in that toilets waste a lot of water because you don't really need a whole tank to flush. And I don't have the money to buy one of those fancy toilets where I can choose one or two. But if you do fill up a big water bottle and you put that in your tank, there's a lot less water that's actually going to be used when you flush it. And this is like, I do it. I think that this is a fine way. And I don't even do it to save money. I don't even pay my water bill. So it's... I think it's good if you are trying to be like environmentally conscious and not waste water because we do we do have a little bit of a problem with wasting water and I think we take it for granted that our toilet water is so clean you could drink it. And don't take that out of context. I'm not going to drink my toilet water, but there are ways to save on water and I am a big fan of that. Number nine is eating expired food. I have seen this plenty of times on extreme cheapskates and I think it's gross, but hear me out. I don't like eating food that even goes past the best before date. Something doesn't sit right with me. I don't know what it is, but lots of people are fine with it. Like for example, my partner just found, he just found cheese in the fridge, Parmesan cheese, and he doesn't even normally keep cheese in the fridge. And it expired in February. So it is now January. So it's it's like a year expired. And he was fine with it. He's like, well, whatever. It was refrigerated. It's icky to me. I don't know. It's icky to me. Some people have the stomachs for it, but I don't know if I have IBS or what. I do not have the capacity to eat food that could even potentially be bad. Maybe it's all in my head. It's as soon as I even think about it, I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. But some people can do it, and I think it helps with not wasting food, but it's just not at my capacity. My capacity is not to be doing that. I'm 
impressed with these. I don't care what anybody says. I think I enjoyed majority of them and you can too by trying them out. I want to see you this week. This is your weekly goals. I want you to get out there, go to the grocery store, tell somebody that you want an apple for four cents. I want to see you jump into some dumpsters and find some good stuff. I want you to go into people's houses, take their furniture, and then I want you to resell them because that is the hustle. And I want you to eat ahead. I don't know what you can pick. I'll give you chicken, sheep, whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. But that's what I want to see this week, okay? And I want you to sleep on someone's couch, okay? And eat some Parmesan cheese. That's a year old. Whatever you can do to save a dollar, a dollar is a dime. That reminds me of, no, a dollar is not a dime. That didn't make sense. But I don't know if you guys have seen on Amazon the new show Queen Pins. It was something. It felt like a little bit of a ripoff of Good Girls, but either or, it doesn't really matter. And it was really quick. Like, I thought it was going to be an ongoing series, so I was surprised by how quickly things ramped up. But it seems to not be an ongoing series. But that's what that just reminded me of because they like take coupons and they resell them. They print them off and then resell them and make millions of dollars off of it, which I would have never assumed was even a thing. But either way, that's what that statement reminded me of. That's it for me today. Happy Wednesday. And you know what? I am going to try to make another episode next Wednesday. Do not count on me. Never count on me. Don't even trust me. But I'm going to try my hardest and we're going to see what happens. And if I do it, I'm amazing. And if I don't do it, I'm still me.